Hello, welcome to Creating Portland. I'm your host, Pearson Coons, and on this podcast, I'll be interviewing progressive creators who are using their art to shape the culture of our city and beyond. I hope you enjoy this episode of Creating Portland. Welcome back to another exciting episode. We have an incredible guest here, and I know I say that about all my guests, but this woman is truly a powerhouse. We are here today with Trey Renee Chambers, who is an Emmy Award-winning television host, as well as a producer and radio personality. Everything she does is to educate, elevate, empower, enlighten, and entertain while highlighting the stories and experiences of people of color. We're so excited to have you, Trey. Welcome to the show. Wow. Pearson, that was an amazing introduction. Can you just do that every Uh, morning when I get up? That'd be really awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you. Coming from you, that means a lot. I mean, you are the professional interviewer. Oh, my. Well, thank Um, you. And I was actually... uh, uh, interviewed on Trey's show recently if you want to check it out situations and conversations but uh we'll get into that yes we will um, thanks so, for having me Trey I'm yes thank you so much for being here just some behind the scenes y'all we had some major technical difficulties <laughs> getting here but we have arrived and we are ready to bring this interview to you yes we are honey. <laughs> I am good and toasty so let's Oh, good. Yes, it is gorgeous outside. Mm. We need to get warm and out there. So anyway, let's start with the big question, which is big and broad and as vague as you want it to be or as specific as you want it to be in terms of what you're actually working on. But Mm -hmm. how are you, Trey Renee, creating Portland? Well, Okay, well, Portland was clearly created before I arrived, but I am <laughs> yes. here to set the whole scene ablaze. Mm. Um, that is my mission with my five E's, as you already mentioned. Um, so through my production company, Bum Juice Entertainment, I am really all about all the things that you already said, right? Highlighting um, communities that are not often seen, definitely ignored. And I'm not about ignoring, I'm about shining. And so Mm. how am I creating Portland? Well, I am here to create and disrupt the old Mm. way and bring in some seasoning over here, a little light over there, (laughs) (laughs) and a whole lot of flavor bursts all across the scene, because we need it here. Uh. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And so what does that look like? Like what kind of projects are you working on for the people that don't know you? How are you bringing that seasoning and flavor to our city, to our culture, to our media? Yes, honey. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm doing it through all the possible mediums that I could think of as far as Mm. media goes. So I am on the radio. I am an iHeartRadio on-air personality. I'm on jamming 107.5 every day, Monday through Friday, three to seven. I pre-recorded my portion today so I could be here with you. So uh, oh, the people are getting a, a little a little Memorex, not all the way live, but normally it is. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so and, and by doing that, I'm injecting a lot of of the seasoning and the flavor and the love and the light that I want to project in the world. 
So I'm trying to do that on the airwaves with um, not only just obviously being myself, which is I, I don't deny that I am a woman of color. I represent who I am and who we are to the fullest. And I want to bring along all the people with me. So I highly encourage people to chime in and I tell diverse stories. I crack a lot of jokes and mm. people laugh and if they don't laugh. I don't know it because it's the radio and I laugh myself. And so <laughs> I do that, right? And so I try and bring, you know, as much of me and as much of us as possible to the airwaves here. And then mm. on television, um, as you know, I used to host Afternoon Live on K2, the ABC mm -hmm. affiliate out here in Portland for four years. Um, that's where I got that wonderful, shiny, beautiful, heavy, heavy, heavy Emmy. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's it's a wonderful accomplishment, but it would be nothing if I don't take that and use that with this platform that I have to uplift, enlighten, educate, mm -hmm. empower, entertain, right? All those E's, right? If I don't do that, then what am I doing here? I'm not living in my purpose. So what I decided mm -hmm. to do when I left that show was to start my own show called Situations and Conversations with Trey Renee. I mean, it was supposed to be a web series and strip off the audio and make it a podcast. But the good folks over at K2, Channel 2, wanted to see how they could partner to get the show on. I'll make sure this is on. Okay, yeah. Partner to get the show on. And so it, it quickly turned into a, a broadcast television program, which you know, sometimes in life you have to stay ready. So I was ready. Mm -hmm. I was ready. Um, I had to get some things together, but I was like, you know, this is going to be unapologetically about communities of color and disenfranchised mm -hmm. folks. And I want you to know that off the top because there's no show like that out here. And I'm not changing it just because you all want, want it on television. And they were like, no, we're here for that. I said, okay, okay. we'll see. So yep. in and of itself, <laughs> just by having this show out here already changes the landscape mm. of Portland as far as the viewership of what people are exposed to, what people can see from people right here in your own communities, right? So I'm excited about that. And so I'm trying to create um, another avenue in Portland. You know, I like Portland. Mm. I don't want to change it. I don't want to overhaul it. But, you know, I do want to enhance it. So mm. that's what I'm trying to do with my seasoning over here yes. and my light over here. <laughs> mm -hmm. And have you been able to, because uh, the show's been, the new show's been out for a little bit now. Have you been yeah. able to see these reactions? Have you been able to sort of notice any of the, the shifts that are happening? Oh, well, I'm starting to hear, um, it's been, I think we have aired six or seven episodes now. So I'm starting to hear like, hey, you got a new show? <laughs> Mm -hmm. like, seven weeks later it's early stages yeah, yeah you know it's, yeah. it takes the people a little while to get a hold to the new information and the new offering right but um i'm starting to hear like wow this is really cool we've never had anything like this out here and i'm all about new things you know and mm -hmm. so i'm really excited that um this is this is something that people can can have a little nibble on on sunday afternoons at 4 30. Yes. yes, plug, plug, plug. Um, okay, I'm curious for you. I'm wondering which of these mediums has, because you are in so many different mediums, you're kind of a, a jack of all trades here. Which has have you found to be the most successful 
in like propelling your mission and propelling your mm. goals and like yeah how is how do they work differently i guess is what i'm curious about well you know i'm trying to hit people wherever they are so the truth is both mediums serve the purpose um it's hard to measure which one is more successful depends on how you measure success some people measure that in terms mm. of financial reward some people you know look at it as far as like filling up your soulful and your spiritual cup i look at it in all the ways mm -hmm. you know I, i'm not a fool i'm not out here you know i'm trying to eat and eat well so i do want to have some coins <laughs> but i'm not measuring yes, my success absolutely. on the coinage by itself um <laughs> I, I like to measure it on you know the little the little young people who come and say man i i'm so happy to meet you i see you you know mm -hmm. you look like me and people think that that sounds crazy and corny, but it's so true. When I hear somebody say, I'm so proud to have somebody who looks like me representing me on TV or on the radio, I am like, that That fills my whole spiritual cup up. It's, it's why I do mm. what I do. So I can't measure one against the other because I'm in both worlds and I'm loving them both and I'm an offering in both of those spaces, you know, and I'm trying mm. to take it to the next level. I'm eventually get this podcast thing together. I need your help. Well, we are happy to help. Yes, we, I mean, we want to see you everywhere we possibly can. Have you? Oh, Lord, you better watch your mouth. You better watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm good. Well, I'm good I to mean... creep up real quick. I'll be at the door <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and that last thing there, I, you've said about, like, young people and young people looking up to you. I know, especially on this newest show, Young Voices is a big part of your your platform and who you want to elevate what i mean as as a teacher i identify with that as well but can you tell me more what is it about young people that is so powerful for you that is is where you like to put your energy well child let me tell you something whitney houston just influenced a girl and when she said the children mm. are the future i believed her <laughs> okay note for note for note now you can say what you want about whitney but she will always be an angel in my mind and in my heart. And I promise you, when she's saying that, and I was walking around my house with my little hairbrush singing along with her, <laughs> I was like, you know, children are the future. Now, I'm not built for the teacher life. So kudos to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, I'm not built for that at all. What I am built for, though, is for um, inspiration and elevation. So by that, I mean, if we're not hearing and amplifying voices, then we're basically just doing self-service because the generations that come mm. behind us, are they are the young people. We have to pour into them and we can't only just tell them everything. You know, how tired are you? Were you that little kid? Everybody, I don't know about you, but everybody was like, listen here, let me tell you something, young buck. <laughs> and I would be like, okay, but how about I have some nuggets I can share with you? We have to listen to the young people too. We can't just constantly tell them about all the things that we know and experience. That's good too, and they need that. They need the wisdom, they need the experience, they need the history. But we need to listen to them too because, uh, hello, they know a lot. They are exposed to a lot, and they're going to be the ones to carry the torch into the future. So I need to be. Uh, listening very closely to what they have to say, and I want to expose 
their voices. I want to amplify their voices, which is what season one mm. of Situations and Conversations was all about. Wow. Yes, I I feel you 100%. That is so exciting. And I just love that <laughs> there are other people out there that are so excited to hear from young people and really value mm -hmm. what they have to say and don't just see them as, like you're saying, like receptacles for what we've learned. Right. Rather as like valuable members, valuable voices in this conversation as we move forward. Absolutely necessary. Oh. Well, let's zoom out a little bit then from just your work specifically to Portland as a whole, the art scene, the performance scene, mm -hmm. the radio scene, the TV scene. Mm -hmm. What is working in Portland right now in that space? What's going really well? What is the positives? And then what's maybe the challenges that we're faced against hmm. in the city? Um, well, that's a, that's a complicated question. So let me just break it down mm -hmm. in the way that I think about Portland. Portland is, is a lot of talk and not mm -hmm. a lot of action, which frustrates yep. the hell out of me because I yeah. am all about like, we could talk about it, but let's be about it. So I can't tell you how many times I have heard people say all these wonderful things, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what you doing? And they're like, oh, uh, you know, I, 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 I talk about it on my social media. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's not enough. That's not doing anything, not really. Um, so I'm gonna need you to put some action behind those words. And so that's one of the things that um, also frustrates me, but also gives me um, hope because there's there's room here. Mm. There's a lot of room here to actually mm. do something because a lot of people say they want to do stuff and maybe they have the means and somebody else has the, the creativity and those two come together and then maybe they can make a move. Um, mm. So that's it's like the gift and the curse out here it's like you want it you want to be around like-minded people to an extent right like okay you want to move forward but then we have to find some movers and i feel like i'm a mover i'm here to move some mm -hmm. stuff i may not i may not be here to see it all get to completion but i'm trying to move some things forward not just talk about it be about it yes yeah it feels like a lot of the times, at least from my perspective, it feels like a, there's a lot of well-intentioned people. Mm -hmm. But I mean, especially when we're talking about racial issues and things, it's like white people are just lost in this city. They're so excited about the idea of anti-racism, but they are just overwhelmed and don't know where to start. And I know I felt that way. And mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of other people are feeling that way of just this excitement, but not any sort of tangible, real action. <laughs> being able to take. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what part of that is, is because there aren't people of color in those spaces where action can take place. Mm -hmm. So you can have a lot of well-intentioned folks. That's great. But if you don't have anybody in there that can actually speak to the actual experience and tell you exactly what needs to happen, then you're just talking. Then it just all sounds great. Mm -hmm. That's all great. But, but nothing's happening. So sometimes we need to move out the way. We need to move some folks out the way. How real can I get on this podcast? Okay. You can get 100% real, go all the way Okay. On. Okay, well, you gave me the head nod, so I'm going in. I don't know if you could tell I leaned in and everything. I'm shifting my booty and my chair and everything. Listen, some people just have to get the hell out the way. One way or another. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not, now, by that, 
please don't take that to mean that I'm saying somebody needs to move somebody out the way. What I'm saying is some people may need to just go away. Some people be 100% need to just go ahead and die off and let the next generation come in here and handle some things. I'm just telling you like mm -hmm. it is. The truth is there are mm -hmm. some folks who are holding space who don't need to be there any longer. And they will hold mm -hmm. on to it by the bare during their knuckles. You need to go. Mm -hmm. You need to go and you need to allow other people to come in here with fresh ideas, actual and, and more than ideas, actual plans to move the needle forward in this area. There, I said it. <laughs> yes, and we can, I mean, shout it from the rooftops. I mean, absolutely. There is so much space being taken up. And I like what you said too about the people that are like, means and then the people who have the ideas and whose voices should be at the table and i think a lot of people particularly white people with means need to evaluate if they are just means and that's okay like mm -hmm. just be the means provide the resources do what you can give what you can and then like you're saying step out of the way let the people step out of the way that know what they're doing that's right let us use the resources <clears throat> wisely you know, you have to trust yes. that, you know, the people that you put in place to take care of business are taking care of business. And then if they're not, you can have, you know, checks and balances and whatnot. I'm not saying everybody, you know, who says they got, they have a plan or, or have the, the ideas and all that to make something happen can actually do it. But give somebody a shot. All this talk about it and then mm -hmm. oversight over oversight over oversight over oversight that gets in the way of actual progress. Man, get on with all that. Everybody got time for that? We, if you haven't learned anything in this damn pandemic, let me tell you something. We ain't got time for no <laughs> waste. No. Okay, we're not wasting Absolutely not another not. minute. Everything moves from this point on with intention. Everything. Mm. Mm. Even this sip of water. Yes. <laughs> and I promise, and it is water. I promise. <laughs> Um, yes, you're a professional. You're a professional. You know what we're doing on the mic. <laughs> um, yeah, and so have you, what has your experience been like? Because you, like you're saying, you are a mover and a shaker. You are someone that is making this movement happen. How, how have you been able to push through that oversight? How have you been able to push through all of the people that are taking up so much space? in this city to have the platform you do, which is so large and exciting. Wow, thank you. Um, I don't do it by myself. That's the first mm. thing I will tell you. I, I am not a force of one. I'm not a team of one. I rely on so many people, you included. I mean, every, everybody in my network, I consider people that I am using to help further the movement in one way or another, mm -hmm. right? And so, um, I, I moved because my father told me I could. My dad told me that I could do everything I wanted to do. He didn't say you could do anything you wanna do. He told me you could do everything you wanna do. And I took that to heart. So that laid a foundation of confidence within me that, hey man, all the worst, the worst thing you could do is not try. Mm. Some people think the worst thing you could do is fail. No. The worst thing you could do is not try. Failing, okay, at least you tried something. And then you can learn from whatever it is that you didn't, you know, you weren't successful at, and then build on that to keep going. 
perseverance, right? Um, too many people don't even try. I'm nobody special. I'm being honest. I don't think I'm anybody special. I, I believe that I'm important, but I don't think I'm anybody special. All I do is just keep trying. If there's something in your heart and something in your spirit that's burning within you, you will do yourself a disservice by not listening to it and not trying everything you can. And then try again. And then again. And if you don't get it, find somebody who can help you get it. You know? Um, I don't know the first thing about production. I'm a I'm a talent at heart. Okay. I'm a I'm a radio host. I'm a television host. I'm not a producer. I am now because I wanted to do something in that realm. I don't know how to do that shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna team up with somebody who does. Somebody know how to run a damn camera. Somebody knows how to edit. Somebody knows how to put the little lower thirds with your name popping up. All that shit is fascinating to me. Somebody knows how to do that. Let me go find somebody who knows how to do that. Explain my vision, and then we go from there. That's how mm -hmm. that's how things happen. You, you have to keep trying, and then you have to find people who know more than you to get the job done, period. Yeah, and like you're saying, you're not doing it alone. Absolutely building that team no. and making it happen. Heck no. Heck no. And then when you get wherever you're going, make sure you drag as many folks with you as you can so that they can continue the work yeah. and then do their own work. You know, I don't want to I don't want anybody coming along just wanting to do the next situations and conversations. We already did that. Come along, do your own thing. What's your own version? What do you want to do? Let me help you elevate your game and elevate everybody at the same time. I promise you, if I'm not here. For that, I'm not here. <laughs> yeah, and I love, I just love that you're sharing the process of this because I think people that see you and people that have built this platform and built this presence, they only see the end product. They don't see how <laughs> many times you tried and it didn't work. They don't see how many people you had to work with to get there. They only see you on the TV living your life, doing your best thing. And so it's, I, right. I think it's so comforting for artists that are coming up to hear like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna have to try a ton of times and a ton of different ways and collaborate with a ton of different people in order to get where you want to be. Yes. And you're going to have to have a tough skin because people are not going to see your vision. A lot of people are, are going to tell you, no, it's stupid. It can't happen. That doesn't make any sense. It's ugly. You're ugly, whatever. They'll think of all kinds of things to discourage you. That's okay. Mm -hmm. If you believe, if you believe and you find a group of people who believe in you and what you got going on, you know, that's, that's okay. Cause they're going to be the haters out there. I can't tell you, do I hope you all don't think that I got out here and was like, Oh, I want to be on TV. Okay. I'm on TV. No, hell no. That took years. <laughs> do you know how many times I emailed K2? Like, Hey, you got anything? I, I could be on TV. Crickets. You know what happened? Being in the right place at the right time and being ready. Another thing my dad told mm -hmm. me, and I know I've told you before, but, but if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So when an opportunity came, Ooh. I was ready. It was like, oh, oh, we need you to, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna break it down real quick. Let me tell you what happened. How I got on TV out here. So I was doing the radio. I had been in radio before I even got to Portland. 16 years ago. So I was on the radio here, the only person of color on the radio, pretty much still the only person of color on the radio in Portland. Now, mind you, I've been out here for almost 16 years. That's what is that telling me? Okay. Just, just mm -hmm. sip, just sip on that. You know, just sip on, 
disappear. <laughs> and then they needed, so K2 needed someone to come and talk about the uh, United Negro College Fund Parade of Stars, the, the whole like Lou mm -hmm. Rawls thing, right? Well, who were they gonna get to talk about that authentically? Me! I was the only person that they no could think of, right? Now, mind you, mm -hmm. what happened, my program director at the radio station tagged me onto a thread that was like, it felt like that thread was going on forever because they could not figure out what they were going to do, how they were going to get it, who were they going to get, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody miraculously remembered that they had a sister on staff. So he plugged <laughs> me into the email. And you know me, I'm too nosy not to read the whole damn thread. So I was like, but he was like, hey, is this something you might be interested in? And I was like, hmm, I don't know. I started scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I said, oh, well, look at here. Oh, they need me. They need me, right? It was it was a little yeah. promo. It was, it was like 10, 15 seconds of a collaboration between iHeart and K2, but they needed me. And in that moment, I had already sent a trillion emails, uh, demo reels for years with no reply. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, okay, now they need me. So I went up there, I said, okay, I'm ready. Now with my radio experience, they didn't, they thought they were gonna have to be there all day. Well, they didn't, cause I mean, tell me what you need me to say and I'm gonna say it. So I nailed it like mm -hmm. after the first take with no teleprompter, no nothing. So the, the director, the executive producer was like, well, wow, that was okay. We just need to do one more and then you could be done. I said, well, really, I'm not done. Are you the person I've been sending emails to for about four years? And he said, no, I would remember an email from someone named Trey Renee. I said, well, I get, I get, you won't forget it. How about that? I guess what you won't forget it now. Cause I'm gonna send you an email tonight. I'm actually just going to forward you the email I've been sending and then you'll get it. And then he got it. <laughs> And a couple of months later, he was like, hey, uh, are you still interested in being on TV? Because we have a new television show that we're launching, just trying to see if you're interested. I was like, what is it? It's not Lou Rawls' Parade of Stars again, is it? Because I'm not doing that. And he was like, no, <laughs> it's a new lifestyle show. And so long story short, I auditioned like three times for that. And that's how I got it. Mm. So I say all that to say. I already knew that I wanted to be on television, but I don't own a television station. So I just had to keep persevering, persevering. And just when I thought it was done, that damn email thread mm -hmm. showed me the light and I was ready. You have to be ready. Y'all gotta be ready. Where's the kid? Y'all ready? Y'all gotta be ready <laughs> at all times. <laughs> wow. Oh, I got chills. I'm feeling inspired. Jeez, the tenacity, the, I'm just so, uh. And what's for oh, you is for you. you. Let me just say that too, though. Mm -hmm. What's for you is for you. You have to fight for it. You have to work for it. But what's for you is for you. So all that cattiness between artists, you know, who wants to get, mm -hmm. oh, it's got to be me backstabbing and all that. I don't believe in that. Because you do all that nonsense and it's still not for you. Boop. What's for you is for you. <laughs> know that. Oh, my goodness. We are just getting so many chunks of wisdom here today. <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> Right. I'm just well, running my mouth. Um, you know me. Which is exactly what we want from our guests. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into our final segment then, which is just, Trey, what is your hope for Portland 
it's art, it's media, it's culture. Where are we headed? What is the vision for you? Mm. Diversity, diversity, diversity. I want to see more diverse everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. not, just not, not just radio, not just TV. I'm talking about art exhibits, plays, all of it. All of it. I want, I want to see it all. I want to be able to feel like I am walking down the street and, and my Asian brothers and sisters are being celebrated. My Latina, oh, my little light went off. Oh, uh-oh. Okay, well, that's all right. You can still see me, right? Yeah, well, I want to see all of, all of my sisters and my brothers and my everybody celebrated. Everybody. And I mean that. I want to be able to walk down the street with my kids and them with their kids and be able to say, hey, look where, look where we live. It's a celebration for everybody. Everybody's welcome and everybody is celebrated. And I don't believe in acceptance. I want you to accept me. I want you to celebrate me. I want people to be celebrated, mm. not accepted, not tolerated. Miss me with that bullshit term. <laughs> No, no toleration here. If you tolerate me, you can go because I don't want you. So I want that. That's the landscape I want to see. Mm, a little bit of everybody and a lot of celebration. Yes. Oh, I could not agree more. <laughs> that is such a good note for us to end on. Thank you so much for being here, Trey. And where, I mean, we've mentioned some of these things throughout the episode, but where can people find you, follow you, get to know you even better? Okay, well, and by the way, see, just because the light went out doesn't mean the light stops. I'm always exuding mm. light. So just just get it off yes. of my, just get it off of me right here. <laughs> Um, you can find me at the real Trey Renee at the real Trey Renee on IG at the real Trey Renee on Facebook at the real Trey Renee on Twitter at the real Trey Renee on YouTube. All the same, because that's what I am. I try and be as real as possible. So there you have it. That's it. And and before you head out, can you give us those five E's one more time, just so we can really <laughs> focus our intentions after listening to this episode? Yes, please. If you can do nothing else, if you can try and live with, you know, the five E's that I live by, it'd be great. So let me make sure I remember. Empower, <laughs> enlighten, mm -hmm. educate, elevate, and entertain. There it is. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Creating Portland with me, Pearson Coons. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at CreatingPDX or on our website, CreatingPDX.com. This podcast was brought to you by Wolf and Thunder Productions and Golden Pride Productions. See you next time. Bye!